Senator Menendez, we're sitting in the president's room just off the Senate floor. Uh, you and your colleagues from New York and New Jersey spent some time yesterday attacking a nexus between BP's uh, oil deal off the coast of Libya and the release of the Lockerbie bomber uh, some, some months ago back into Libya. Now, the British government today says apparently that that release was a mistake, but they don't go much further than that. What do you think of the latest development here? Well, obviously, we're making progress uh, that they consider it a mistake, but it's far bigger than a mistake for the families, uh, you know, the 189 Americans who lost their lives and their families. uh, It's a mistake of enormous consequences. For the 38 New Jerseyans who lost their lives as part of that group uh, and their families, uh, it's a mistake that cannot be forgiven. Uh, The reality is it's also a mistake in our effort to fight international terrorism. If a terrorist can look at al-Magrahi, the Pan Am 103 bomber, and say to themselves, wow, I can actually kill Americans, eventually be free, and live in the lap of luxury in a place like Libya, then we will have undermined all of our efforts here. And so, uh, you know, it's simply not enough. We need to know the truth about how al-Magrahi was released from the doctors who supposedly said he had only three months to live and then now say that, well, they were basically hired by the Libyan government and he could live up to 10 years, to what BP's role was in trying to pressure the British government to go ahead and do the prisoner transfer in order for it to successfully achieve its goal of drilling off the Libyan coast for nearly a a billion-dollar contract. It it seems in a case like this, BP has already acknowledged that they expressed concern about a prisoner transfer. They They knew that no names were mentioned at that point. It seems without a smoking gun of a name being mentioned, you're never gonna establish the kind of quid pro quo that would make this very that would make this really egregious. Well, that's one of the reasons we want hearings. You know, we already know that there is written correspondence talking about a prisoner transfer. What other prisoner transfer would be so important to the Libyans? Uh, you know, I, I don't think that it takes a rocket scientist to figure out, based upon how Al Magrahi was received in Libya as you know some triumphant return someone who was celebrated versus someone who should have been castigated for killing innocent people, that that's what it was all about. And then we see, you know, the follow-on that, in fact, BP's uh, troubles went away, and they did get their contract, and they're ready to drill. So uh, that's why we believe that, you know, having our State Department pursue this and having a hearing is going to, you know, and having BP come before the committee and others is going to get to what the truth is. This, you're having hearings on July 29th in the Foreign Relations Committee. You'll chair those. You said officials from the State Department. Who else do you want to call in front of the committee? I certainly want to call BP officials before the committee. I want to know the truth uh, as to and the documentation that exists between them and the British and or Scottish government. Uh, you, you don't have the power to call... Uh, British or Libyan officials? No, although we will certainly uh, invite them, uh, and uh, hopefully they will voluntarily come. Uh, And if they voluntarily come, you know, we will ask them all of the appropriate questions to get to the truth. 
But in the absence of that, we certainly have uh, the ability to go after, uh, you know, BP and its executives and seek its documented production. It, sh- short of the kind of quid pro quo that would that would make this particularly egregious, uh, let's say you never arrive at, at, at Al-Megrahi being named in a document or somebody acknowledging that, yes, this was for him. Where will that leave us in this case? Just, just kind of, it seems like something that might be chalked up to a maybe or even a conspiracy theory five years from now. Well, my hope is that the hearings and the constant pressure here is going to produce more information. Look, every day since we started this drumbeat, more information has come out. Uh, and the reality is, is that we won't stop beating the drum and searching for the truth until we get there. Um, and uh, it seems to me that uh, certainly uh, I think BP is going to want to come clean. If they have nothing to hide, then they should not only come testify, do so under oath, but also uh, produce all of their documents. And that, if that's going to exonerate them, so be it. But if they don't do it, then you have to ask why, because certainly if they push for the release of al-Megrahi in order to get a contract, that's nothing less than blood money. And finally, if that were to be established, that they they pushed for the release of al-Megrahi, the the Pan Am bomber, and that a contract for offshore drilling off of Libya was granted pursuant to that, what would that mean? What would be the result of that? What would you do? Well, the next thing is between that and the doctors who now say that they were on the Libyan government's payroll in order to give a, a false prediction uh, of al-Megrahi's lifespan, you would want to, I would want to see our State Department push very heavily, including with the Libyans. The Libyans supposedly now want to be in the family of nations that are fighting terrorism. Well, obviously, a action of that would mean return al-Megrahi back to the Scottish government to put him in prison. What would you do and, to BP? And as, it, and as it relates to BP, it seems to me if that was established, we'd seriously, we'd seriously have to question whether such a company that cut corners when it came to you know, uh, the security of our environment uh, in the Gulf and was willing to put uh, the lives of Americans who ultimately were killed by the Pan Am 103 bomber, McGrahi, uh, that maybe they should never be allowed to drill here in the United States again. Senator Menendez, thank you. Thank you, thank you for your time. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.